When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Garden Report. I am Jared Weiss. This is Jimmy Toscano. This show is brought to you by Harry's Razors. If you go to harrys.com slash garden report, you are going to get a free trial pack when you sign up for Harry's Razors. You're going to look just like us. So the Celtics lose. Or sorry, the Celtics win. The Bulls lost 100 to 80. <laughs> the Bulls were never losing. The Bulls game. scored nine points in the first quarter. Really only scored like four points in the first quarter. Then a few quick buckets at the end there. It was the worst performance that I think I've ever seen in it my life. It was embarrassing. It was horrible. Yeah. Avery Bradley was on a mission, and he really shut down Jimmy Butler, trying to shut down the Jimmy Butler trade rumors. You asked pretty much everybody about it after the game. Yeah, I was. I was trying to see if there was anything that went into sort of the way they came out and played this game today because they came out just guns blazing and they shut the Bulls down. As we all know, a lot of Celtics players were linked to Bulls trade rumors, you know, leading up to the deadline. Nothing happened, of course, but is that a game that they sort of had circle on the calendar? They're, you know, we want to come out and show everybody that, you know, we're better than these guys. You know, we're not, we're not going, we don't want to be in a trade for these guys. You know, we're, we're worth more than that. Um, so they, they denied it, which, you know, you kind of expect, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was in the back of their minds a little bit. Um, but either way, I mean, the Celtics, they just talk about two teams at completely different points because the Bulls internally, it appears, you know, can't get out of each other's way and it shows on the court. Uh, whereas the Celtics, although there's been a little up and down, I, I think when they play the way they did today, it's hard for any team to beat them as we've seen uh, the Warriors and the Cavs recently too. I mean, the Celtics, they start on a 10 nothing run. Yeah. The Bulls end up shooting, I think it was 1 for 17. And the Bulls stink on offense to begin with. so bad. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, Miritich isn't even playing anymore. The Bulls front office said, we got to play the younger guys. Talked to Dwayne Wade after the game. He was not excited. He wasn't really excited about the situation yeah. the front office kind of put them in, especially publicly. Um, he is just like Jimmy Butler. They both came out today criticizing their team, not showing up for this game. Right. I mean, it was, you know, they made this trade for campaign. And then their campaign was pretty weak today. I mean, you know, they have have some potential future there with him. It was a good trade. But they, you know, the Celtics, they were kind of set up for this one where they wanted to blitz them out the gate. They established themselves early. They held, I mean, I think the Bulls were 31 points in the third Mm -hmm. quarter. So, like, they came back out and they kind of tried to reestablish themselves. But Al Horford, Amir Johnson played really good physical defense in the interior. That was important for Brad Stevens. He talked about how the, the Bulls go double big. And the Celtics are able to handle that where they usually struggle against teams that have two big men that are low post players out there. I think they, you know, I think in the game plan, probably not written, but I think Brad Stevens said to these guys, you know, this is a team that's mentally weak right now. If we come out out of the gates and punch them in the mouth, there's not enough willpower. There's not enough fight for them to fight back in, in a game like that. Um, I know the Bulls, they, they, what was it, maybe about a month or so ago, they were winning at a pretty pretty consistent rate, or they were playing a lot better than they were. That was now. a long time no, ago. That was a long, that was a long time ago. I mean, it feels like forever ago. Um, especially when you watch the way they play today. They're just a beaten team. They're, they're at the point where they're just watching the calendar and they're just waiting for it. Terry Rozier dunked today. we got to take note of that. That was the third that time was this year that he's dunked. Third time in his career that he's dunked. He went up hard yeah. on that one. He like cashed in all of his bad layups for like one dunk. <laughs> that, and it was off a of camera paint steal, which made it that much sweeter. But the thing is, he's like the second worst player at the rim in the NBA. Only Vince Carter, of all people, 
is worse than him, but Vince oh. Carter is also twice his age. Right. So give Vince <laughs> and has there. been known to throw down a couple dunks in his day, too. Yeah, so it was a solid, solid day for the Boston Celtics. The brackets just came out. Brad Stevens, first thing he wanted to know when he sat down at the where's podium Butler? was, where's Butler? Yeah. They ended up at the four seed, four. so it worked out pretty easily for them. If you want to play... You want to get in on March Madness? Obviously, you do if you watch basketball. Go to mybookie.ag and use the code GARDEN. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Jimmy Toscano here from the Garden Report, coming to you just after a huge Celtics win over the Cleveland Cavaliers here at the TD Garden. This place was absolutely rocking, and you can expect to hear and see that the rest of the way from the regular season on into the playoffs. My question to you, do you want to be a part of that? Because if so, listen up. As the playoff push heats up, SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every game. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. Maybe a little Isaiah Thomas three-pointer, a Jill J. Crowder put-back dunk. Who knows? It could be anything. SeatGeek will be there to get you closer to the action for a great value. I got the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. And I actually did just use SeatGeek recently to buy some tickets, not to the Celtics, but to the other team who plays here in the TD Garden, the Boston Bruins. Switch it up a little bit. I don't need to buy Celtics tickets, folks. Remember that. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. Saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, as we mentioned, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with complete confidence. And it doesn't end with sports. SeatGeek also has plenty of concert, comedy, and theater tickets available, too. I know my guy Jared Weiss recently used it to buy some Kanye West tickets. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. So now you really got to listen. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, first you're going to do is download the SeatGeek app. Go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter this promo code, Garden Report. Easy enough, right? Garden Report. One word, Garden Report. Also known as the best Celtics postgame show ever created. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code GARDENREPORT and we will see you inside the TD Garden. Play defense, we usually win. What was the key to jump-starting that in the first quarter? We just play hard. We play hard, we got loose balls, we defend it. Multiple actions. Uh, not saying we're going to be in at that level each and every game, but we need to at least close to it. Uh, our defense took care of our offense today. Uh, it showed for most of the game. How important was it to come out like that, coming off the road? Uh, very important. We needed that. We need to get back to playing the way we know how, playing more consistent, and, and just everybody doing their job. And if we do that, we put ourselves in the best position possible. Considering just getting back yesterday, Seemed like you didn't have any fatigue, just carried a lot of energy. Uh, yeah, we did. I mean, we didn't feel sorry for ourselves. You know, the traveling was a lot, time change was a lot. Uh, but, but there's no more excuses. We gotta just continue to play each and every night the same way and, and bring it. 
Other teams are doing it. We gotta, we gotta get back to that. Your feeling that now that you cleared that last West Coast road trip, you have a lot of home games. This is really the stretch run because we have to put yourselves in position where you're going to be going in For sure. I mean, 15, 16 games left. We gotta play our best brand of basketball because um, you know Washington's playing really well right now. Cleveland's not gonna play like they have been for the most part, but um, we just gotta control our own destiny. Control what we can control. That's by bringing it each and every night. Luckily, we got home games, so we need to protect home court and go from there. When you see, you've got some teams starting to rest players. Are you guys in a position where you don't have to do that to your relative I'm not resting. Mm -hmm. I don't know what coach is going to do, but I'm not the one to rest. <laughs> Can I ask you, uh, the way Terry's playing and Jalen, do you feel like Avery coming back, that you guys have your full roster, and does that give you a good feeling? Yeah, usually when we have the full roster, we play well. You know, we haven't had that a lot this year, but when we have, we've been, we played to our potential. I mean, other than some games, like the Denver game, we didn't play so well, but... Tonight was a good stepping stone, hopefully a confidence builder, and we can we can be consistent and, and continue to win. I, I know you don't want to sit, but is there some value in games like tonight where you do get the fourth quarter on? I mean, it's, it's cool. I mean, sitting in the fourth quarter knowing, knowing most likely we're going to win, so I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm talking about the rest in games. I'm not, I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> But I see it every fourth. I mean, every if I can. Do you feel more focused this year now that you're on a team that's maybe more competitive than other teams that you've been on? I mean, I've been here for a couple of years. Um, I'm, I'm always focused. Um, Got to lock in even more and finish the season off on a good note. Isaiah, leading up to the trade deadline, a lot of your teammates were involved in trade rumors. Uh, to go to the Bulls. I mean, did you get the sense out there on the court that they were stepping up or this was a bit of a statement game in any, in any way? Nah, you gotta ask them. Whoever was in their rumors, you gotta ask them. I, I don't know. I don't I don't think they were thinking about it, but they might have been. Isaiah, what did you see on the play you batted on? Oh, I couldn't get to it, so I had to, I just had to make a play on it and, and hit it in his direction. So I knew with the pass, um, whoever was playing the pass lanes, that's the only way I could have got it to the next man. So. Who had the better pass? You were Jay with that falling out of noise? Me. <laughs> Isaiah, speaking of uh, sitting and resting in the fourth quarter, knowing that how much fun was it to be able to join the time later? Oh, that was fun. They just did it a little too long. So. <laughs> but it, it was nice. I mean, it's always nice when you got a, a comfortable win and then the fans get into it. and. I mean, usually we play pretty well here just because those fans, they, they, they show their support each and every night. Isaiah, what's different about Jalen? Uh, probably just more confident, more comfortable. Um, the game's slowing down for him a little bit. Uh, you can just see it. He's, he's not going as fast as he usually goes and, and a little bit out of control. He's, he's playing under control and playing with poise. And that's the, the, the special thing about him. He, he's seeing the game before it happens a little bit. So. He just got to continue to keep getting better. Hey guys, it's Josue Pavone from the Causeway Street Podcast and the Garden Report, and it's time to talk to you about the boatload of money you can make this week betting at mybookie.ag. If you haven't checked them out, this is the perfect time to get into the action. The madness of March is here. Lay down some money and score big on college hoops. Join me and thousands of online players and start betting at mybookie.ag. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? Come join MyBookie today. I would only recommend a service that's been good to me and our listeners, and that's why I urge you to make your way to MyBookie. You win, they pay. 
fast and without any hassles. Trust me, you're wasting your time betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place a bet after tip-off. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. That's right. If you join with 100 bucks, you'll get an extra $50 bankroll to play with. Head to mybookie.ag, use the promo code GARDEN. That's mybookie.ag, promo code GARDEN. mybookie.ag, play, win, and get paid. You defend that. How do you squash that kind of uh, proclamation? Paint. Got to play the next game. That's all we can do. Do you feel like that you guys are still engaged in this thing and still willing to commit fully for a playoff push? Um, I don't you have to ask each individual that question. I can't uh, answer for everybody, but um, I'm here. I'll show up the next game, try and do what I can. How hard is it for you at this stage of the season? Normally you're playing with guys that you've been playing with all year and you have a rhythm mm-hmm. with those guys. Mm-hmm. Now you don't know who you're going to be out there with mm-hmm. and for how long. How does that affect you know, your personal flow and rhythm into a game? Well, that's tough, you know, especially when you're playing teams. Um, that's uh, ready for playoffs. Um, besides Orlando, you know, with um, Clippers, um, obviously Boston, um, we lost two within this um, this span. Um, it's all been playoff teams, and um, you know, they're ready. You know, they know what they got to do. Um, you know, we're still experimenting. So, um, as I said the other day, we take some lumps. Some of them gonna be big lumps. Some of them gonna be small lumps. But tonight was a big one. Personally, how do you handle? I'm here, man. You see the smile on my face. You know, but it's in there. Um, it's nothing. It's nothing more you can do, man. You know, it's tough. You know, none of us, nobody in this locker room wants to lose. No one wants to play bad. No one wants to miss shots. Um, so, you know, it's tough from that standpoint. But um, you know, continue to keep pushing. Uh, we still got a lot of games left. You know, so you know, we know the one thing in this league is um, you know, things could change in a heartbeat. You know, so it's crazy. You know, we won five out of six or whatever. Now we lost five in a row. It's just the way it is in this league. So. Got to keep pushing. We're being the dead horse with this line of questioning, but no. But Definitely. management has put you guys in a tough situation because they pu- they publicly said <laughs> we're going to put an emphasis on development. My yeah. question to you as a player, though, is can that have a dispiriting effect on players when guys that maybe not might, might not be ready for those minutes are out on the court? Um, I don't know. Um, you know, I wish you know, I wish the um, upper management could be asking these questions because yeah. I'm, I'm tired of asking the same ones every game. Um, so I, I don't know. I wish I had to answer case thing, but I don't. Um, you know, I don't want to say you know, too much. I want to say the wrong thing. I just want to, you know, get out there and try to play and try to lead and um, try to find a way that me and Jimmy can be better to help these guys. And you know, we got to go look at the film, sit down with coach today, and see ways that you know we can affect the game a little different. Because right now they're just watching us, you know, and just pick and roll. So we got to figure out a way to be us to be better so we can help everybody else be better. What is your approach to trying to get whatever you can out of these guys that sometimes do look a little, frankly, overmatched in their minutes? Keep them confident, man. You know, it's tough, you know, but, you know, continue to keep them confident. You know, it's the time for that. You know, as a leader, you have different ways you got to do things. This is time for the pat on the back, pat on the ass. You know, this is time to put your hand around guys and you know, try to keep them engaged, try to keep them mind um, into it, and, you know. To you know, making the next shot, shoot the next shot. Uh, just trying to keep guys confident as much as possible. You know, it's no matter what team you are, no matter the champion, you're the number one team in the NBA. 
um, when you're losing, you know, everything is off. Everything goes bad. So, um, got to get a win. That's the only thing that changes things. How do you keep your spirits up right now? Um, I've been through so much, man, in my career. You know, my 14 years, you know, I've been through a lot of, you know, from obviously winning championships and winning 15 games. So, uh, I've been there, you know, just you know, about, you know, keep pushing through it, keep fighting through it. Um, you know, it's all you can do, man. Do you have regrets? No regrets in life. Is it kind of, it seems kind of, I don't know if discouraging is the right word, but it almost seems that since you and Jimmy spoke out and kind of been neutered that what needs to be said can't be said anymore. Is there a frustration in that? Um, but it, it, um, it, and in any sport, at some point, veterans have to be able to call out people, whether it's publicly, privately, it has to be done. It's well, I tried that. I'm not doing that anymore. I, I don't, so, but, yeah, I don't but that's what I'm saying. Is that, yeah. is that, I mean, you, it's almost like you guys have been neutered to the point where you can't say what needs to be said. Hey, listen, I realized what my place was in this organization. You know, when I spoke out and said what I need to say, you know, it wasn't taken. So, um, my, my job, like I said, is to play. And, uh, to, you know, I have to be better on the basketball floor. And I have to figure out a way to do that. You know, right now, um, you know, like I said, just running pick and rolls all game. They, that ain't it because they're just there watching us. Unless I'm just going to shoot step back threes all night. So, um, I have to get with Coach. I have to get with Jimmy. You know, to find a way that I can be better and as a player. You know, the rest of it, um, you know, it doesn't matter at this point. You know, I don't think no talking is really the thing. Calling somebody out or anything. And we're here, man. It's, you know, it's unfortunate. And uh, we got to figure out a way to win games. You know? What and um, that's all it is. Or we're just gonna uh, walk our way into the summer a little early and, um, and go from there. So we gotta figure out what it does. It does. You know, it's, you know, a lot of people have a lot of um, a lot of things they want to they can say about Fred uh, as a coach. But you know, I will defend him on this. This is a tough situation he's put in right now, and. Um, um, that's why I'm sometimes glad I'm on this side of the coin. Glad I got a jersey and I don't, I don't have to make certain decisions because it is tough. But um, you know, no one is going to, uh, no one is really going to care too much. I'm afraid it gets a nice paycheck. I get a nice paycheck. Jimmy get a nice paycheck. Blah blah blah. So people don't care when you get paid good. Uh, so we all have to figure it out together. We all in this together. You know, this 2016, 17 team, we all go down together no matter what the story is. Um, and it's on us. Do you feel like you, you need to adapt your leadership style, or ideally you want the team to grow and to be able to embrace your leadership style? I don't know. There's 16 games left. <laughs> I don't think I can change right now. So I'll be who I've, who I've been and continue to be that. And being a leader, as I tell these guys, is, is, um, is sometimes being a bad guy. Sometimes um, you know, standing up for your guys. Sometimes patting them in the back, telling them what they want here. So being a leader is you know, a lot of different things. It doesn't result in wins all the time, but um, you got to keep the locker room together, you know, as much as possible. And, um, you know, that's that's our goal right now through this you know, five game losing streak. Just trying to keep the locker room together, keep everybody on the same page, you know, communicating. Um, to a change, to a turnaround. When you're around these guys every day, do you get the sense that they're pissed off enough to make that change? Who's that? I don't, I mean, wish it was that easy, man. You know, I wish it was a buddy that we can hit to, to make that. You know, it's just got to happen on the basketball floor. You know, you got to, you know, when you're out there, whatever minutes you're out there, you know, hopefully, you know, a lot of us is offensively, man, when the ball is not going in. I mean, we played good defense tonight for the most part. You know, we just, we didn't score enough, you know, so. 
You know, we just got to continue to get that confidence. You know, guys, we got a young guys and get to team sometimes. The confidence can waver, and it's you know, it's all of our job to keep that confidence going, you guys. And, and uh, the coach has been doing a good job of us trying to stay positive. And the same thing for the players. We all got to stay positive, man. You know, like we're not the first team in the league to go on a five-game losing streak. We won't, damn sure won't be the last. So, um, you know, we just got to keep it going. Thanks a lot. Minutes restriction has been uh, lifted. I know you're not a fan of the minutes restriction. So how does that know that all that stuff is going to be back on it? Yeah, I'm very happy it's finally done. Um, yeah, I'm just happy it's behind me now. It's time for me to just focus on the game and just go out there and play as hard as I can and continue to um, try to find a rhythm so I'm going to feel a lot more comfortable out there. You guys have won a lot of games this year, Avery, with a really explosive offense. But for you, it's going to rise up the defense to play the way you guys did tonight. How would that feel like for I mean, to me, that's what I – that's my vision for this team is to go out there and play hard on the defensive end every single night. And, we know if we play that way, we have a chance every single game, even, even if we're not making shots or making mistakes, you know. Um, when, whenever the entire team is playing with that much energy of a defensive end, good things happen, and that's what happened tonight. Get a couple big, you know, in the Cleveland game, you're big contributor. You start to feel a little more comfortable getting that game back, seem like a couple of breakaways. You did a brilliant state today where you were on Yeah, I am. Um, I just have to continue to get into the gym and get shots up. Tomorrow will be a good day for me to get some extra shots up before practice and after and um, just get that rhythm and confidence back. But Isaiah, Smart, those guys make it a lot easier for me. Um, looking for me on back cuts, getting easy bas baskets, that helps me get the rhythm. You feel the Achilles at all? I mean, no. Okay. Avery, were you guys that good in the first half or were they just having that bad a day? I asked, I asked our team that when I came out the game. I was like, are we playing defense that good? And Al looked over at me, and he was like, yeah, man, we're, we're playing. We're defending the pick and roll very well. We're talking out there. He said it just feels completely different than the other night. So um, they weren't making shots, but I feel like our defense had a lot to do with that. We were pressuring the ball. Um, the first play of the game, we were all into our guys, and I think that helped us out a lot. We, we set the tone. Avery, after you got up 119 points the last game, how motivated you guys to place better on defense? We know we needed to. Uh, we didn't come out with a defensive mentality. Same thing could have happened um, tonight. So, like I said, to give ourselves a chance, we have to play hard on the defensive end. That gets our offense going. We know that we can score the ball, but we have to defend. Avery, leading up to the trade deadline, there were a lot of rumors surrounding Celtics players potentially going to the Bulls. Yeah. Was this a game that you guys had sort of circled maybe on the calendar, come out, make a statement? I mean, not for me, it could be for other people, but, you know, I can't focus on that. We just have to focus on our Celtics and our us getting better as a team. Can't focus on anything that we can't control. Is it hard to not pay attention to the standings, though, when you get this close to the end of the season? You know for our position is going to be... It could be. I mean, I just try not to because you can't get caught up in that stuff. You just have to focus on you know, our team, take it game by game, and just focus on getting better. Like, tonight we got better as a team. Um, and I know Brad is happy with his win because we defended the basketball, and that's what we're supposed to do um, every single night. Avery, how do, can you speak about um, Isaiah and how he uses his size as an asset to his game? I think he's able to get around the court. He's found ways to score. I know you guys heard it plenty of times. Isaiah's been doing this in his entire life, and he kind of mastered certain moves and how to pick his spots, and he just got better at it every single year. And so I take my hat off to him. 
he's definitely improved every single season and finding other ways to score. And I think the next step for him is just continuing to get everyone involved. And I think the sky's the limit for him. He could be the best point guard in the NBA. Already? Somebody, somebody just told me that Butler was playing Vermont, and I had already emailed Vermont staff earlier today, like, you can keep going, you can keep doing it. And like, I already watched. Oh, well. Actually, go ahead. Uh, fatigue might have played a role in giving up 119 points in Denver. What, what about the way the team bounced back from that and played stronger defense today? No, I thought we were really good today um, on the defensive end. We were sloppy at times on offense. Both teams looked a little tired there at the end. Um, but, you know, that, that's, a, uh, that's an easy game to, to kind of make an excuse about and, and not play the best that you can. And I thought our guys came out really trying to do the right things. Brad, when you look at what you guys were able to accomplish defensively, particularly at the start of the game, what did you see as kind of the catalyst that really got that defense really going the way it was tonight? We were playing inside out well. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully, um, you know, you, you do a great job of getting back out to the shooters. But we had to start by protecting the paint. I thought we did a pretty good job of that. I thought Amir Johnson's presence in there was terrific. Um, and Al's as well. And then our guards were really, really help-oriented before they got back to their own. Coach, uh, with, with Avery back in the full rotation, how much does that add to the mix in terms of when you look at your team? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I was asked before the game about, you know, now that we're 16 games left, most people have their, their you know, how they're going to play set and everything else, or at least there will be small and minor tweaks. We just haven't played with our guys enough to have that set. And now that he's off of any minute limitations or anything like that, you know, I think that um, – it's going to be, you know, I felt good about the way that we rotated the day. There will be some guys that didn't play as much that will have to play big minutes against certain teams for sure. Um, but these guys play double bigs, and so it was important to maintain size today, in my opinion, um, from the rebounding aspect. I don't know what the final totals were, but, um, I mean, that's a good day on the glass compared to what we did against these guys the first three times. This was... Jonas didn't play until late in the fourth quarter. Was that just a matchup thing? Or? Same thing I just said. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's bigs. They, they, they play double bigs all the time. You know, most of the, almost most teams, right, are playing a stretch four who's more of a three than a four. Um, and so that you, then you end up playing a little bit more versatile and, and switching a little bit more and those type of things. But these guys don't um, as much. Certainly their fours are capable of shooting. Um, but I felt like it was important to maintain our size so we could rebound. Brad over here. Uh, leading up to the trade deadline, there was a lot of rumors floating around, a lot of names floating around regarding Celtics, Bulls. Did you get the sense that some of those guys came out with a little bit of a purpose to make a little statement today? Um, with the um, yeah, you know, I don't know that. That's a great question. Um, that'd be a good question for them. You can ask them. But, you know, we talk. We, we don't talk about that stuff. We certainly don't hit on the rumors. Um, so it's not something that ever would have ever crossed my mind had you not asked. But that's a good question. I mean, they may, they may feel that way. Randy, 
you guys had 14 steals. Curious from your perspective, it seemed like both uh, obviously Avery and IT had very active hands out on the perimeter today. Wondering how Mark and Marcus, how much do steals reflect in your mind good defense? Yeah, I don't think there's, to me, there's never been a real correlation because a lot of times you're you're getting steals off of gambles, and gambles lead to baskets on either end, most often on the other end of the floor. So well, we don't ever talk about steals. Um, we talk about playing with active hands. We talk about deflecting. We talk about being in the right spot, and then hopefully you can get steals. Avery's presence obviously helps us, increases our ability to do that when we've got all those, him and all those other guards on the court. Do we have it yet? Uh, yet. Still nothing. Still nothing?